planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Welcome to the Ever Black Podcast. On this episode, we talk to Joachim from Sabaton, who are about to drop their latest album, The Great War, on July 19th through Nuclear Blast. Now, I was lucky enough to hear both versions of this album early, and it's face-meltingly good. Uh, they've just put a hell of a lot into this record, and the research behind it especially. Um, the Great War, it's called. Uh, it tackles some of the stories behind World War One, which I found really informative and Super interesting, especially with songs like The Red Baron and uh, An Attack of the Dead Men. Uh, that one especially is uh, really crazy. Uh, also, the version I liked the most was uh, the narrative one, where it has spoken word introductions to each song and what significant moments and characters they draw from. Uh, kind of like a metal podcast in a musical sort of way. <laughs> um, there's also uh, the standard edition, which is get straight into the songs uh, but I, I recommend giving the narrative one a go as it's, it's extremely well put together and they've, they've put a lot into it so uh, if you're driving on the way to work or something like that crack that crank that version it's uh, really interesting uh, Joachim as well he's, he's just a great dude to talk to and there's there's a reason why he is the front man of one of the biggest metal bands in the world not only has he got a killer voice and stage presence but he's also just a good down-to-earth dude who uh, You'd want to have a beer and a laugh with at the pub. But a lot of time for him. He's uh, always been really cool to me on the show and um, just uh, good to his fans and just just really down-to-earth dude. Just really cool guy. Before we go into the interview with Joachim, I do have to mention that this episode is brought to you by Blacklight Art and Design, who are our go-to for all our screen printing needs. They've done all our shirts and hats for Everblack Media and they've got such a great turnaround. Highly recommend checking them out. Go to www blacklightad.com.au The show is also brought to you by our good friends at RW Promotion who are the best in the biz when it comes to stickers, flyers, banners, badges and all other promo you need for your band or business. Go order your stuff from them now at www.rwpromotion.com.au Also, uh, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and Everblack Podcast through iTunes, Spreaker, and where all good podcasts are streamed. Uh, also, hit us up on all the social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're on all those. And uh, stay in touch. We love hearing from you guys, and we appreciate the support. All right, here is my chat with Joachim from Sabaton. The Great War comes out this week, July 19, through Nuclear Blast. Get it, pre-order it, and uh, turn it up loud. Enjoy. Joachim, how are you going, man? Very good, thanks. Um, still pretty early in the day, so before lunch here, so I haven't been totally bombarded by too many interviews yet. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Sunday there yet? Uh, yes, Sunday, uh, 11.40. Oh, dude, dude. Well, I hope the rest of your day is going to be pretty cruisy, but uh, in the meantime, thanks for uh, taking the time to chat on the podcast, man. It's much appreciated. Well, thanks for having me, man. Well, uh, the last time we actually spoke was, I, I believe it was just before you were heading down here for Download Festival, which mm-hmm. was just incredible. How was that? 
Lots of fun, lots of fun. Uh, I genuinely believe that probably some of the nicest people in the world are the Australians because it's like level of friendliness and hospitality is uh, just a hint better than almost anywhere else, I'd say. Ah, <laughs> oh, we go all right. <laughs> we go all right. I'm serious, man. It's uh, fucking fantastic to come down all the time, you know. Oh, mate, we, we definitely uh, hope to have you again soon, that's for sure, because that was incredible. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, we don't have any, you know, set plans yet, but uh, we will make sure to do our best to come down on this rotation. Definitely with this album, man, because I have to say uh, the new Sabaton album, Great War, is uh, it's just incredible. man. I think it's my favorite, to be honest. It's got so much depth. Man, it feels like this one, you put a hell of a lot of work and research into it. That's for sure. Oh, yes. Uh I would say it's probably research-wise uh, one of the most massive undertakings we've done. I would say this one and Carolus Rex, uh, but uh, it was hell to write, actually, musically, because mm. it's like uh, every time there is uh, performance anxiety and you're constantly comparing every song to a uh, best of of your previous albums, you know, or, you know, so it's uh, it's getting harder and harder, but I'm guessing... That's not only us. That will happen to any any band who has done more than three albums when it starts to get tricky. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I mean, you've hit it out of the park, man. I mean, with this many albums in, you've just delivered just probably it's going to be one of my favorites of the year. And I'm not, you know, it's not I'm not just saying that I really, really I've spent a few days with this album and uh, especially the two different ver- there's two different versions. There's the history version. And then there's the standard version. I really enjoyed the history version. I think it had a lot more depth to it. And uh, it's just, I just really enjoyed that experience. Yeah, I mean, thank you. I mean, I think everyone should hear and and probably would enjoy hearing the history edition the first couple of times more. Because it's, you know, you have those historical or small Mm. introductions to the songs. You don't have to try and figure out what it's about while you're listening. That's already been taken care of. Now you sit back and enjoy the ride. So, however, I understand that if you're having friends over for a barbecue on Friday, uh, you might want, you might want to get straight into the metal, if you know what I mean. And, <laughs> uh, but it's, it's, they're a bit different. I mean, some songs in the historical editions don't have musical intros. They just go straight into, well, the yeah. actual song start. And then the intro is the, obviously the spoken, but, uh, on the, well, standard edition, there might be a musical intro that's not there on the historical one. They're both, as you just said, like two very different experiences. But I guess because I listen to a lot of podcasts, that's what I think I really enjoyed those elements. Who was who was narrating it? Who narrates the the intros? A British woman called Bethan or Bethan. I don't know how to pronounce her name actually. She's awesome. I, I could hear uh, her all we day. Found her. Yeah, I mean, fantastic <laughs> voice and. Uh, Reminds me a bit of Judy Dench, you know. Uh, wouldn't want to mess with her, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I just want to. I just want to hire her to narrate my everyday day, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, imagine going to the toilet having that narrated. Oh, yeah. <laughs> with this Judy Dench voice. You go, yeah, you can pause. I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> but uh, of course. You know, I like the stories on this one as well, especially with uh, the tracks, you know, Seven Pillars of Wisdom, you know, Red Baron is sick, uh, 82nd all the way. Pillars is about Lawrence of Arabia. Is that right? That Yep. 
Well, lots of research for that one. I mean, obviously, you know, Lawrence of Arabia is a famous movie. Uh, yes. So a lot of people have heard of him, but I don't think too many people know the historical uh, aspects or the context. You know, it's like, oh, it's a cool Hollywood movie. No, 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 wait, there's more to it. Uh, so I would recommend people to look into it or listen to the song. I think it's a, you know, on a global scale, uh, him being there or not wasn't really important, but that doesn't make the story any less interesting in a way. And uh, but p- please stay away from his book Seven Pillars of Wisdom. I read it, and fuck me, that is awful. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's oh man, his. The way he writes, it's it's oh, excruciatingly painful experience. So yeah, skip that one. But you can watch the movie or read on Wikipedia or watch a documentary. Right. That's much better. <laughs> what about the one that that got me uh, a bit stuck was uh, Attack of the Dead Men. What, what's that one based on? Uh, the the Germans' uh, use of gas against the Russians in Soviet's fortress. Uh, Kind of a, you know, bizarre, almost uh, too good to be true story. Uh, The Germans are basically using gas, not for the first time in in the conflict, mind you, but uh, Mm. it is still a very new technology. And uh, chlorine gas against a few Russian defenders left to defend the Soviet's fortress. And... uh, the Russians don't have gas masks this time, so they wrap themselves in whatever piece of cloth or you know they can, and uh, try and you know, yeah, protect themselves from the gas in the best way they can. And the effects of chlorine gas is, you know, you there might be coughing up blood and bleeding from the eyes and all of that, you know, madness. So as the Germans attack, they pretty much think it's a walk in the park. We already got the Russians. But then the Russians counterattack. It's about 100, of course, you know, very diff- various sources state very different numbers. So we figured, yeah, it's going to be about 100. That seems to be the historical consensus. And uh, they basically scare the Germans away <laughs> because they are, you know, wrapped in uh, blankets and cloth, looking like mummies, acting like zombies, the walking dead coming, you know, they're coughing up blood, pieces of their lungs, bleeding from every <laughs> orifice, and, you know, just won't surrender. And, yeah, scared the shit out of the Germans, so they had to retreat again, you know. Obviously, they they didn't win in the end, but it's a highly interesting what-the-fuck moment in history, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I really like that track. I was like, oh, really? Thanks for uh, explaining that one. I think I like that one. That's probably my favorite so far. But uh, also, I've been getting... Yeah, there's I've, I've there's getting... A really cool uh, YouTube videos on it as well. Uh, I can't remember which one it was, but something like Weird History or Short History or something like that. Mm. A bit of a cartoon way of telling the story. I found that after we did the song, and I wish we would have found it before. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about YouTube. I'm hooked on your uh, Sabaton History channel at the moment. And that's uh, hosted by Indy Nadal, I believe his name is. How did that come about? That's awesome. Oh, actually, it's one of those lucky, lucky, you know, lucky timing, I guess. Uh, a few years ago, we uh, they were making a YouTube series about the Great War, called the Great War. 
which is mm. actually more than a YouTube channel. It is the largest documentation of First World War. So it's not uh, really a, a, you know, lightweight YouTube channel for fun. It's This is serious history being made, uh, reported. And uh, Pat was visiting them because we had, you know, made some tracks about the First World War. Yeah, Price of a Mile, Clays of Gallipoli, The Lost Battalion. So he was sort of in a, you know, guest in a special episode talking about the Great War in culture or pop culture mm. in a way. And uh, then, uh, of course, um, in November last year, they were sort of out of a job <laughs> uh-huh. because they, they covered the, the Great War week by week, you know, exactly. So they started, you know, in 14. So they actually followed like a news report what happened a hundred years ago chronologically so we figured hmm, we've always wanted to do a you know small documentary about Sabaton songs would that be a nice way of showing people yeah that extra layer or the extra dimension to our music because if people want to drink beer and listen to our music and sing along and don't care about the historical aspect that's fine mm. but I'm I'm pretty much convinced that 30 to 50% are missing that extra dimension that they might enjoy if presented uh, for them in a in a good way. Do you uh, listen to podcasts and stuff? Are you, are you into like Dan Cullen's hardcore history and, and stuff like that yourself? Oh, hardcore history, man. No, uh, that's way above my league. <laughs> we are, I mean, we, we're, we are really passionate about history, but we are amateurs. Uh, I mean, that's why we have Indy doing and the team from Sabaton History doing the historical part. Because, mm. I mean, if you would have asked me 15 years ago, I thought, yeah, or 10 at least. You know, I was like, yeah, I'm getting pretty good at this history part. But the more I learned, the more I realized I know nothing. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, you know, from the, I mean, as a format, I love, I love podcasts because I, I drive a lot um, when we're not on the road and even you know on the road there's a bunch of driving uh, going mm. on and in that case I love it because you know especially when driving myself it might be mini documentaries just two people talking you know, about a topic I'm interested in and, and um, it's a really great way to um, you know instead of reading a book which I think demands focus in a whole mm. different way and uh, so to have that opportunity, I mean, getting on the train or you know, getting in the car and having something that doesn't last for two hours, but rather a couple of minutes here and there. Amazing. Oh, it is, dude. And I I mean, I learn, I learn a lot from, from listening to podcasts. I listen to a ton of podcasts. And I guess, do you think... Do you think that, you know, the younger generation these days are starting to lose touch with the importance of our history with, you know, the wars, the great wars and stuff like that? Um, and maybe that's a, a good way with, obviously, people like yourselves, um, you know, band like yourself, um, re-educating people and bringing them into, I guess, so they're not forgetting. Yeah, I, I would say, actually, I, I would say, uh, well, this is going to be a confusing answer. I would say it is not very good. Uh, is well. Uh, let me think here. Uh, it used to be worse. I, it seems to me, at least, that there are more and more people slowly but surely getting into history because mm. it's told now through maybe YouTube or popular culture in a much smarter way. 
uh, I think the school system has eaten out all love of history of several generations of people because in the end it's been focused so much on zooming out and covering as much as possible and only talking about the globally important events. So on a big scale, history can be really fucking boring and I understand that mm. to relate to it. But, you know, if you zoom in a bit, what is history? It's stories. And I still haven't met a single human being who doesn't love a good story. So I think it's all about how, how it's told or how much you zoom in or out. Absolutely. Uh, well, when you guys are on tour, though, you know, do you seek out like war museums and stuff like that for inspiration, you know, to dig deeper a little bit in that way? Yeah, uh, there's always a, a bit of that going on. I mean, it's not like we, okay, we're going to make an album. Let's get some books and let's visit some museums. I mean, we genuinely mm. love history. Yes, we're amateurs, but we're still passionate about it. So it's like uh, a constant process for us, no matter if it's the research or the songwriting or visiting museums. Uh, it's like they go hand in hand uh, because, you know, we love to write music. We are musicians. We, we're passionate about history, so we want to find out more. So from that point, it's like the process never really stops. And it is a nice state of flow to be in, if, in a way. We don't have to feel like, okay, we're starting something now because it's always hard. You know, even if we're talking about mm. going to the gym, most people like being at the gym. Nobody wants to go to the gym. <laughs> 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 and uh, the same thing here. Starting something is, you know, always hard. But when you're in the middle of it, it's actually quite nice. And uh, that's why at least I try to be in the middle of it almost all the time because I actually enjoy the flow. Excellent, man. Well, uh, of course, uh, you know, this year marks 20th, your 20th anniversary. Um, yes. Sabaton, which is just incredible, man. That's such a great achievement. You and, and Pa have been there since the beginning. How, how do you guys feel about hitting that milestone? Yeah, it makes us feel old. <laughs> uh, it's not too bad though I mean we started pretty young together so I mean we're still under yeah. 40 all, everyone in the band and I mean Hannes the drummer isn't even 30 yet so uh, it's like uh, it's it's a good vibe I mean it sounds like a lot but since we started so early it's not like we're you know thinking of quitting I mean mm. considering heavy metal you don't have to be you're not you are not old news if, if you're old rock uh, musicians can uh, go on for longer than pop artists it seems so oh, i i'd like to think that there's another 20 years in us 30 let's go okay. 40 <laughs> all right let's let's aim are, for are 40. we negotiating now <laughs> yeah i mean of course of course uh, i i wouldn't do yeah, look back at 50 years, but that would put me at like almost when that happens. You know, I'll be 68 <laughs> by the time we've been going. I'd be 68 by the time we've been going for 50 years. I'm not sure people want to see a 68 year old man trying to jump and, you know, hammer his knee <laughs> on a stage. <laughs> I don't know. It works for, for other bands, they just charge yeah, a bit yeah. more money. <laughs> yeah, 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 but the thing is, you know, we do uh, we do a very, very physical live show. Yes, and, of course. Uh, when we couldn't keep that up, is that still going to be the Sabaton experience? But on the other hand, I mean, mm. fair enough. I, I can easily see myself doing that as a 58-year-old because a lot of people, I mean, especially Dee Snyder, for example, he's yeah. I think, past, past 60 now. And he's in better shape than most 25-year-olds I know. More than me, that's for sure. 
Yeah, more, more than yeah, almost anyone. Actually. Yeah, it's quite a, quite an achievement, actually. And uh, yeah, I'd uh, I'd like to be still be on stage uh, in my fifties. I can oh, easily see myself doing that. After that, we'll see how I feel like feel about it. You know. So apart from that, what, what's uh, the rest of you got uh, going for you guys? What's uh, you, you got the cruise coming up as well in December, I believe. Yes, Sabaton Cruise, more Sabaton history stuff coming. Uh, of course, there's a US tour with Hammerfall in October, November, and uh, more more tours to be announced. Actually, everything is set in set in motion as we speak. So uh, I would uh, some stuff I know, but there's still secret for. Sometimes obvious, sometimes not so obvious reasons, but uh, <laughs> I'd recommend anyone to uh, keep an eye out on social media or our website because these are exciting times and not only are we releasing news, but also more songs from the album. Oh, mate, I tell you what, it's an exciting time. As a fan, it's an exciting time for, for us Sabaton fans, that's for sure, man. It's going to be incredible. Yeah, a little bit less so for you because you already heard it all. <laughs> ah, no, 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 no. I'm. It just makes me more excited for everybody else. You know what I mean? And you know, I get to put this interview out and and feel like I'm part of it. I guess that's yeah. what's special for me. You know, I feel like I'm part of it, even if I'm just a tiny little little blip. I I, I yeah, feel we're, like we're all I've... tiny little blips, man. It's uh, it's a good way of putting it, but it's like. Uh... It's, it's really fun to be a part of uh, something like this. And no matter if it's, you know, writing music, being on stage or actually, yeah, talking about it. Because we have this luxury. We're passionate about history. So there's a lot of things to latch on to when you meet fans or talk to journalists. You know, mm. there might be a common ground there that maybe some other bands don't have. Totally agree, man. And you're always a pleasure to have on the show, man. I, uh, I really wish you and the boys all the best. 2019. Great War is out on July 19th through Nuclear Blast. Go forth and kick ass, brother. Thank you very much, my friend. Take care and hope to see you soon in Australia. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 